0: Welcome to Season 1 of The Chris Hanna Show, where we're going all in on how to improve your performance, your productivity, and your impact. Today's podcast is brought to you by my website, chrishanna.ca. There you're going to find blogs, ebooks, and coaching solutions on how to assist you with achieving your goals. You'll also find a description of some of my recent speaking topics that are currently offered. For all that and more, visit chrishanna.ca today. Welcome to another episode of The Chris Hanna Show. Today we're talking about working smarter. Now I know that can be a term that can be offensive to some folks. Some people feel if you say the term or the phrase, work smarter, not harder, that you're basically criticizing somebody in how they work or what they do and that it's not efficient. And the truth is, yeah, I think that is something that, you know, a lot of people are are saying. And it's not wrong. I think the challenge is, is how someone says it and like what they do about it. Because if you are looking to leap to a certain level of success in your life or in at work, you do need to become more efficient with everything. If you want to take your career up a level, you got to focus on yourself and you have to find ways to be more effective. But it's easier said than done. Some people struggle because they're living their life on autopilot. They're sleepwalking through tasks or They're disorganized, and they're failed to devise a plan for improving what they need to do. So in today's episode, we're really going to focus on that whole smarter, not harder approach, but ultimately how you can just enhance from a work perspective your your style so that you can be as efficient as possible. Now, a lot of what I'm going to say here is going to be geared towards people at work and in a leadership capacity, potentially as well with some of the examples, but I think this can apply to your own personal life as well. Like you can be more effective by following some of these steps that I'm kind of outlining. So the first one I would say is that you need to aim to simplify whenever possible. When's the last time at work you looked at any processes for any improvements? A lot of people don't. A lot of people just keep doing the same old thing and sometimes complaining and hoping for a different result, but they don't really do anything about it. So if you haven't done so, it's important to map out core processes end-to-end, and looking at opportunities to ultimately simplify. The more you simplify, the more you improve processes. I think the simpler a process is, the easier it's going to be for everyone, and the less likely there will be a breakdown of some sort occurring. Simplification is always the goal. It should be the goal, at least. So designing methods with the result in mind is obviously an important part, but... The most straightforward path with the least number of steps is what organizations need to focus on because time is money. And if things are super complicated, it's just not going to make sense. So how do you start to simplify? And when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about the most important thing to remember that you need to cut non-value added tasks, like get out those scissors and take a look at those processes and figure out what just needs to change, what needs to stop. The best way to do this is what I call start-stop-continue sessions. And if you're not familiar with it, start-stop-continue sessions are a powerful tool. I actually have a whole manager toolkit based on this that I offer on my website, chrishanna.ca, that talks about how to facilitate one of these sessions. But it's a process where you get to take a hard look at the work that you or your team does. Because guaranteed, there are some tasks that are happening that can be stopped. You're wanting to look at things that don't provide value anymore. And if it doesn't for the person doing the work, then it needs to just end up on a stop list. You can do a simple activity with with team members or even yourself. You can just look at giving everyone some sticky notes, list out everything that somebody does that include things like meetings and tasks, reporting, whatever it is. Whatever work that someone's doing. Get really granular. Put it up on the wall and have it underneath the category of start, stop, and continue. Ask themselves, is this something that still needs to happen? Does it still provide value? I once had an employee go through this exercise and they had listed a report that they were doing and it took, and it took 30 minutes each day, actually. And the reality is no one looked at the report for well over a year. When we stop doing that report, think about the amount of time that was gained back by somebody stopping a report that no one looked at. That's why it's important. You almost want to have this moment of getting out the scissors and cutting non-value added tasks happen in that review as much as possible, because you can stop these things from happening that are wasting so much time. Another thing I think it's important to remember is you got to prioritize and delegate. Look, You can't tackle everything that's thrown on your plate. If you're a leader, there's too much going on sometimes. There's people issues, there's processes, there's projects you might be involved in, and you can't be everywhere all the time. And working on multiple projects and tasks at the same time also isn't really useful. Because multitasking isn't really that effective. All it does is ensure that you focus on quantity more than quality. So to improve, you need to prioritize tasks. You got to determine whether it's urgent and vital and when they should actually be tackled. But if you're not delegating, you need to start doing so. Free yourself up to get out of the day-to-day. Provide development opportunities for others because you can delegate value-added tasks that you don't need to do for yourself. It can be so rewarding for someone if they have a task that their leader has entrusted in them. So we want to leverage the power of delegation as much as possible. Now, we talk about working smarter, not harder, I have to stop and talk about meetings as part of that. Because I think that there is a major problem in most organizations, and it's centered around meetings. There's too much meeting madness going on, and it's stopping people from being as efficient as they possibly could. Everyone likes to complain about meetings, but very few people do anything to stop the madness. Often, there's meetings that just have no agenda. And there's really no reason that's apparent to the people attending of why they need to be there. We need to create a culture where people feel that if they don't need to be there, then they just don't go to the meeting, or they send someone else. I'd actually argue it might even be more effective if people just ask the meeting organizer what's the purpose of the meeting before even attending if there is no agenda. If you're not going to have an action item coming from a meeting, then why would you attend? piece of advice with meetings too is that organizations need to start moving away from the default one-hour meeting. Do you think that maybe you could accomplish the same in 30 minutes or less? I bet you can. I know so many people who just like to drag out meetings because maybe they don't have enough work to do, or maybe they just they feel like that's the time they need to kind of put in, but meetings could be way more effective. It can be shorter. Try 45 minutes. Heck, even try 15 minutes. If you have a real tight agenda and you are focused on the right priorities, you can get a lot accomplished. And save yourself a lot more time so you can actually focus on stuff that really is important. Another thing to help you become more effective and working smarter is to learn how your time is spent. Time is a form of currency. It is so crucial to what we do. How you spend your time is up to you. I would actually argue that you shouldn't even be spending your time. You need to learn how to invest your time. So it's just like checking your bank account. You do need to review where your time is going on a regular basis, how do you spend it? So when you can do an audit and see where your time is spent, you might learn a few things about yourself. Are you stuck in meetings all day? How much time do you devote towards development, whether that's your own team or developing yourself? How much time do you waste checking your phone, social media, YouTube, whatever it is? By learning how your time is spent, you can make course corrections, And that'll make you more productive as well because you're more mindful of it. Now, if you're a leader, you want to know how your team's time is spent. But the last thing you want to do is something I talked about in an earlier podcast episode is nickeling and diming them. It's important to have flexibility, but it's also important to make sure that people are doing the right things at the right time and holding people accountable. But it's a balancing act. Finding out how time is spent is critical. We all have the same amount of hours in the day. It's just how people use those hours is what makes the difference between how successful one can be or not. So my final thoughts are that it's important to focus on trying to work smarter, not harder. I know that that's terminology that some people just hate to hear because they feel like it's overused and overplayed, but it is something that's so applicable. Working more effectively is an important and deliberate part of the plan for all leaders. At all levels of the organization, and if it's not, it certainly should be. You need to scale efforts and you need to make sure that the right people are doing the right thing on your team, but you yourself are efficient and you are as productive as you possibly can be. By being more productive and more effective, you'll find more success. And when everyone starts to find more success, that's when truly tremendous results can happen in one's personal and professional lives. You've been listening to The Chris Hanna Show. To have me speak at your next event, or for additional solutions to help you achieve more than you thought possible, visit ChrisHanna.ca today. For other solutions and resources designed to help companies and leaders rethink and evolve their approach to managing, be sure to check out EvolvingManagement.com. Lastly, please remember to subscribe and share to receive the latest episodes wherever you listen to your podcast. We look forward to connecting with you again soon for another episode of The Chris Hanna Show.